Hey there, demons. It's us, your girls. Welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. Two goblins that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. And today, we are traveling beneath the surface through your dermis. <laughs> and the epidermis and the metatarsals and all that stuff. Can, can I don't want to go say, into your bones. <laughs> every, every episode, it's just, I let you do your thing. But that, I think, was like the cleanest intro you have done yet. That was beautiful. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. It only took 35 episodes. (laughs) You are very welcome. Yeah, in between your your mad use of puns, finally got the (laughs) intro right, goddammit. Not not saying that the others were not amazing, but that was just like delivered on a platter. Like, here it is. Hashtag relevant. But no, as as S is alluding to, we are going to traverse into the wonderful and disgusting world of skincare. Woo! Jazz hands. I will always give jazz hands for skin. But not like in a Buffalo Bill kind of way where, you know, we say it puts the lotion on your skin. <laughs> it was literally, you're like, I'll always give jazz hands for skin. And it's just like, okay, I think but a then- lot of people did. <laughs> Then I made the line in the sand. I said, but is there a way to be like the socially acceptable form of Buffalo Bill, like Buffalo Bill's cousin that says I am not obsessed with skin, but just taking care of mine own, not stealing it from other people. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> um, I guess we can start by... Going into our own skin types and skin needs. Sure. Would you like to start us off? Sure thing. So I historically have had oily skin that I think now is more going into the combination area. Mm. That my T-zone, I think, happens to be much oilier than the rest of my face. Which, like, the cheek area can be prone to some dryness, but not excessive dryness. Mm -hmm. So let's say in between combo and oily... I tend to have larger pores Mm. right across my cheeks where they're not freckles, but they're large pores, unfortunately. So not as cute. (laughs) And have had bad stints of acne in the past. Nothing like cystic hormonal acne, but Mm. a tendency for blackheads that in recent years has mellowed out, thank God, with occasional maybe pop-ups during times of stress. Gotcha. Yeah, I, growing up, I had a really bad oily skin. I honestly hated taking pictures and mm-hmm. being in pictures for the longest time, middle school through high school, because my forehead shined like a beacon. <laughs> it was reflecto rays just straight off of my forehead. And I, it just, it was very, I was very self-conscious about that. Yeah. And... Thankfully, as I've gotten older, I've learned, I've gotten better products, and I've learned how to use products for Mm. my skin, so it's definitely gotten more even now, but I do, to this day, 
suffer from acne. I had it really bad when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the products I was using. I don't know if it was the fact that I was a very active teenager. I mean, every mm-hmm. sport imaginable. So I was always sweating and I was always washing my face. So it could be a combination of just drying it out because you were washing it so much. But at the same time, if I didn't wash it, it was gross. Yeah. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. And I ca- I remember being told, you know, your acne will go away. It's just hormones. Bitch, know what the fuck it didn't. And I still have it every now and then, especially around my period. It breaks out, um, thankfully, not as bad as it used to. Mm-hmm. And then I also have really big pores on my nose, across my nose. It's... It is what it is. I I can't laser them off. <laughs> hey, big poor gang. Hey. Hey. But yeah, that's that's where I am. <laughs> In your skincare journey. And I mean, I will say you and I probably lucked out, as weird as it might be to say, on the skincare lottery and on the face mm. structure lottery, because you and I have much rounder faces. And as people get older their faces thin out over time, the fat deposits, right? And the oh. lack of collagen and things like that. So, yeah. you know, and you and I both have fuller lips, so that's going to help for a while instead of the thinner lips, the crepey skin above the lip. Um, right. It's not necessarily for all people, but I think of, let's say, smokers, because that's a kind of an, a more extreme example from the constant puckering of the mouth. Then oh, they get yeah. more of the crepiness there. So that in part with natural aging and other factors, which we will discuss later. But so think about it, round face, fuller features, and then oily skin. So we are our own self moisturizers in a way, (laughs) in addition to our regular products, you know. So that also helps because the drier the skin, think about it, the worse it looks. Yeah. Flaky, crepey, all that good stuff. You know, I never thought about any of that because I, like you said, I do have a very round, full face and I've always, again, it's it's like when you're a woman, you just can't fucking win, right? Like you can't like anything about yourself uh, <laughs> oh, until, you, until you reach, you know, a certain age where you just go, fuck it. But <laughs> I, I've always, again, like my, my face, everything has just been super smushy and round and, but now it's like, no. No, I get to age, bitch. A. <laughs> Catch yeah. me looking fly at 60. <laughs> oh my gosh, and beyond. That's the goal, remember. <laughs> I, I, I really love the people who are really super yanked in the face. Let's say if they go in and get some kind of surgery or procedures done, but mm-hmm. then chin down it really tells their age because some of the first places to age aside from your face is the neck, the decolletage, like chest area and your Mm -hmm. hands. So even if the face is snatched, you know, to high heaven. Yeah. But the rest of you isn't, it's all your sins out in the open. (laughs) You got the turkey gobble, you know, you got the liver spots, the sunspots, all of it. Girl, I, you right. You can't hide that shit. Mm-mm. If you're looking like a leather couch, you know? <laughs> yeah, especially when you, we, we grew up in that early 2000s era where tanning was everything. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I, I think 
that's the one thing that I went a full 180 with. Because mm-hmm. now it looks like I never see the sun ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which, same. you know, it, I do have the warm undertone. So like, probably clavicles down, the skin is a little bit more yellow presenting, but on my face... <laughs> oh boy and then on my scalp under my hair like do you ever when you kind of like l- pull the hairline back and you're like we that is a hard farmer tan <laughs> it's a hard farmer tan up there on the scalp it really be like that i again in high school was always outside was always tan i never uh-huh. went to a tanning salon because i knew i knew because my mom was a beautician and she told me you're gonna get skin cancer if you go to the tanning salon like just don't fuck with that yeah, melanoma, she's calling. <laughs> but I was still outside a lot because I was also a country kid. And so I was always mm-hmm. tan. And even into you know the first few years of college, I was still pretty active. And then grad school hit and I got a vitamin D deficiency in a year. So there's that. <laughs> I To this day now, I am the Irish inside of me is coming to the surface hard. But then did you get the more kind of lobstery tan or did you turn red and then shift into a nice bronze later on? So when I was a kid, I tanned. Like I I would burn a little bit in the beginning and then I would Mm -hmm. tan. And then I found out that if you are on birth control, you're more likely to burn and not tan afterwards. Like you could still tan but it makes you more susceptible to burning. And I'm like, oh, well, great. That's the first time I'm ever hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Because it, it messes up your, your internal system. You can't regulate. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a lot of general anti-anxiety, antidepressant medications that can make you more susceptible to heat stroke. So when you're on both... it's just not super safe to go outside for extended periods of time oh my word so what you're saying is is embrace your inner mole person (laughs) because you can still thrive out there yeah my therapist told me that you should still get at least 15 minutes of direct sun to skin contact a day yes i'm like i can do 15 (laughs) 15 makes it to where i'm not getting toasted Yeah, yeah. And like you're saying, those controlled dosages, um, Mm -hmm. because that vitamin D is important and (laughs) had a similar experience where myself and other people in my cohort, all of us on vitamin D. Oh, yeah. I think that's just like a requirement for grad school is if you're not taking a (laughs) vitamin D pill, then you're clearly not working hard enough. (laughs) Oh, it'll fuck you up, my dude. Grad school fucks you up. Yeah. But man, I'm really glad you brought that up because I just did not know about the effects of birth control, much less having antidepressant or anti-anxiety med and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's really important if you're on any kind of hormonal treatment. It's already important to wear skin like sunscreen mm-hmm. in the first place. But if you're on any kind of hormonal treatment, you need to be making sure that you are covered like with sunscreen, mm-hmm. uh, I know that I don't get out enough to have to put it on multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. But if you are someone who works outside, you need to be putting it on every couple of hours. Right, right. Every two to three hours, especially if you're sweating a lot, if you're wet in any kind of way from swimming, mm-hmm. whatnot. 
Please also be mindful of how sunscreen affects the environment. It kills off a lot of reef and typically, Mm. like, let's say spring breakers in Miami, Cancun, there are sections of the beach that become dead zones to fish and things like that. They start dying off because of, you know, all the crap in the water. Right. Sunscreen's probably the the least of it. Uh, I'm sure, like, alcohol and whatever other sticky, icky things come with spring breakers. But that's just another thing to be mindful of. And I know there are some companies, I think, such as Australian Gold, that do reef-safe sunscreen. But even then, it's calculated by the trace amounts. I... Not a chemist. I cannot tell you the exact (laughs) thing, but do your research. Just know that that's a consideration to make. And also that the camp that says wear sunscreen indoors because the light still does refract. That's true. You know, if you're in a place that has a lot of really big windows, Mm -hmm. you you do need to be careful. Working in a library, it has windows, but they're they're not reaching the inner workings that I work in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the depths and the dungeons. Yeah, there is there is a skylight, though, so maybe I should be a little careful. Death from above. <laughs> you vampire, it's going to incinerate you. <laughs> my body is ready. <laughs> going to walk out on my first day shift and just, ah, and burst yes. into ashes. <laughs> I hope they're playing some metal music in the background, though, as this is happening. <laughs> yeah, you get real metal in the library. It's the only place to get super metal. You know, paper cuts, paper is heavy. Okay, anywho. Teen why fiction. Don't we, why don't we take this back? Let's let's take this back to... Sure. You know, when we were first learning about skincare. I would like to remind the wonderful audience that S&I existed in a time before YouTube. And before social media... So Mm -hmm. the information you had was directly given to you by other women in your family that worked for Mary Kay. (laughs) (laughs) Very specific. No, I I keyed, I keyed. (laughs) Yeah, or, you know, just kind of discuss with your friends, older cousins, sisters, whatever, if you had them, if you were lucky. (laughs) Otherwise, you, you were your own guinea pig, for better or for worse. So I guess... The confession hour of skin sins. What are some <laughs> products that you used that the current you would tell the past you, oh, bitch, don't go there? I want to start. I know we kind of talked about this a little bit before, but I want to start with the infamous St. <laughs> Ives pit scrub. Oh, fuck you up. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember... Do you remember the commercial? Granted, it was a mouthwash commercial but that said, if it burns, it's working. Oh, the yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. That was me with, like, my skincare. If it burned, it was working. And, girl, <laughs> <laughs> it was burning. <laughs> I had a similar assumption growing up. It was this one Neutrogena cleanser. It came out during our first or second year of grad school. Okay. And the very first ingredient, so, you know, typically they order, they list ingredients in the order of how much is in there. So if alcohol was first in line, there was a lot of alcohol in this and you could Mm -hmm. smell it like it burned your eyes. (laughs) And 
being an oily skinned person and wanting my sebaceous glands to stop doing the most and being so extra. Mm-hmm. I used this day and night and it just dried out my skin, which then produced more oil, but I wasn't putting the two and two together. I was just like, no, I need to get rid of this oil. Yeah, that's that's like the the devil's catch 22, right? Is you take off the oil and the more you dry your skin, the more your skin goes into survival mode basically and makes more oil. Yes, and then following up, With another Neutrogena, it was from the pink grapefruit line, was a moisturizer, had 2% salicylic acid. So, yep. I think I used that exact same one. Yep. uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I I swear, it's like, it's a, what is that? Uh, Baptism by fire, you know, for your skin. It just micro tears and burning it up to all hell. But um, (laughs) I'm surprised we still have our faces that it's not just like... A rotted, like, skeletal. <laughs> I remember getting the original Neutrogena, like, orange face wash, right? Ah, yep, yep, yep. And, you know, that one, as far as I know, is not terrible. It's a very yes. plain Jane face wash. Uh-huh. And I remember using that, and then I would use the St. Ives, and then I would use sal- salicylic-, salicylic acid moisturizer. Mm-hmm. afterwards so basically i would do an okay job with a gentle wash and yeah. then i would tear my face off and put acid on it <laughs> and 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 wonder why i'm breaking out <laughs> and folks it's not to say that the salicylic acid is bad because two percent is what you'll typically see in stores on the shelves, it's fine. Right. But we certainly weren't using it in moderation. We were going hard on micro-tearing the skin and then going in there with just an astringent, a medicated I was, astringent. <laughs> I was about to say, did you ever use that, like, it was just astringent. It wasn't a brand. It was just astringent. And you would just put it on a cotton ball and put it all over your face and, like, pray. Girl, sometimes I use rubbing alcohol, like isopropyl <laughs> rubbing alcohol. Other times it was just a full face of hydrogen peroxide if I had, you know, in my peak of worse acne and I went oh, on a picking spree. No. Oh, you know, yeah. Because you know how know picking that. and popping is addicting? Oh, yeah. Because you just hyperfixate. You're like, oh, my God. It, like, everyone sees this. I see it. But mm-hmm. I was <laughs> kind of sort of transitioning into... What's that? Thayer's? It's like a witch hazel, and I think it's based in water-based, so it doesn't have any alcohol. Mm -hmm. And that's when kind of the first steps toward understanding, like, okay, no more alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I think another big turning point for me was it's okay to use oil on oily skin to kind of even it out. Like, I double cleanse, so Mm -hmm. I use an oil cleanser and then file go back with uh, a mild face wash, like a pH-balanced okay. one. Uh-huh. And I swear, double cleansing, I swear by it. Hmm. See, I remember using that Thayer's. I would use the lavender one so that it could help, like, calm my skin down after yeah. years of torture. <laughs> but so nowadays, I use African black soap. Oh, uh uh-huh. And I buy it, like, offline. I don't use – I I used to buy it through, you know, 
Target. I would just mm-hmm. buy the soaps that they had. But yeah. I've learned better. And now I buy them from like actual sellers online. Mm-hmm. And it, one, looks completely different. Two, smells completely different. And three, feels completely different. Like, as soon as I started using the good shit, my skin just like breathed for the first time. Uh huh. And then I found out later, later in life that <laughs> retinol cream is actually really helpful and really important. T- tell us more about that. So retinol cream is what turns your skin cells over a little faster. Mm-hmm. And so it helps shed the dead off, which gives you like fresh coming up faster uh, and so when you first start to use retinol cream, it says on the box and everyone tells you, you will break out first. Huh. Because it's overturning all of your dead skin cells, it's bringing all of that shit to the top. And then once that gets out of your system, it starts turning your skin cells over faster than basically the gunk can build up, from my understanding of it. Is, so that's the stage that people typically refer to as a skin purge. Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh-huh. And so what I do is I use retinol at night to because retinol also is because it's turning your skin cells over faster will lead you to burning more if you're not mm-hmm. careful. So if you're in the sun a lot and you're using retinol cream, you need to also make sure you're applying your sunscreen to your face. Mhm. More so if you weren't. So I mix my retinol cream with my nightly night moisturizer, which is just a plain night moisturizer. Doesn't have any kind of acid in it. Hello, third co-host. It doesn't have any kind of uh, extras in it. It's just a moisturizer. And so I figured that would be the safest bet to mix it with to then put it on my face without them counteracting each other. I see. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy you bring that up because... People layer skincare products, not knowing that certain ingredients can cancel out other ingredients, that others can Mm -hmm. react negatively with one another. It is kind Mm -hmm. of being smart about what you're purchasing and what's in it. Right. And I never will be the person that has a 16-step skincare routine. I'm not going to be the person with a six-step skincare routine, okay? I wash, and at night, I apply my cream. And in the morning I wash, and then I do a salicylic acid cover uh-huh. and my daily moisturizer that has SPF in it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all I put on my face. I cannot. There are so many people that's like, you should do vitamin C oil under your eyes. I earned these eye bags. Thank you. Fuck off. <laughs> They're luxury handbags. Thank you. They are. They say Gucci. Um... <laughs> Or these people that, you know, do like different products for their eyes and then their lips and then their nose and then the rest of their face. Kudos. I do not have the time. I do have the time. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care enough. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to so, hate listening to mine. <laughs> you no, know, I think it's great. I think it's amazing that people know everything about the products that they're using and they know how to do it right. Like, that is amazing. I am so proud of all of you. I 
just can't, I no I no shits given for my own face. I it's clean, it's moisturized. That's the best I can do. But here's the thing: a less is more approach is clearly working for you. So who's to say that you need, you know, all these elaborate products, uh, tools, what have you, in order to get good skin or healthy skin? You know, whatever that looks like, person to person. So I That's think fair. if it's if it's working, you're not breaking out. Your skin is feeling calm, happy, not inflamed and angry at you. Then absolutely. Well, thank you. I feel justified. I think so. I think so. I, I will tell you, like, in the morning, I wash my face with water, but cold water. Mm-hmm. It's, like, kind of similar to the reason why I only do cold showers. Okay. Because warm water is okay, but to me, some people really like that hot water, you know, where it's just a sauna. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. How about <laughs> those people? <laughs> And and I understand it because it feels nice. It's really relaxing, right? But at the same time, to me, I just know it dries my skin out on my body. Because mm. it's funny, the skin on my face can deal a lot of wear and tear. But neck <laughs> down, it's so sensitive. Oh. So, so like a hot shower to me will just be like, is my meat melting off the bone? Is this ham <laughs> on the bone, you know? <laughs> Cooking sous vide. Um so that's why I have to do the cold stuff. But um, in the morning, it's wash face with cold water, apply a toner, because I find that um, when I wash my face with water or using a product, it gets that mm -hmm. kind of dry, pulley feeling. So the toner helps kind of restore some of that moisture. Yeah. Um, I put on this, it's a Korean product from COSRX which is a fantastic brand, and they got those awesome acne patches, if y'all ever tried those. <laughs> so satisfying when there's gunk in it in the morning. Ooh, always fun. It's good picking days, but um, it keeps oh, you from popping, and there's medicine in it, so it soothes the spot, too, and it removes all your gunk. So you know how they say if you pop it, it promotes scarring? I, can I tell you a little side effect, like, yeah, side sure. story? So I also had really bad um, body acne as a teenager. I still have bad body acne. Yes, I still have uh, every now and then it'll pop up, but I had it horrifically when I was in high school across my mm -hmm. shoulders and then on my chest. And I have scarring on my chest to this day from mm. acne. And when I was working at a big box store once, this customer came up to me and was asking me for help to load something into their truck. And I said, sure, of course. And I don't know what happened, but I just remember them saying, oh, you've had, like, when did you have open heart surgery? <gasps> and I said, excuse me? And they said, oh, well, that scar on your chest, like, either they had a similar one or, like, a friend had a similar one. It's like, yeah, and it's from heart surgery. And I just went, oh, no, no. <laughs> And then they just went, oh, okay. I'm like, I felt guilty for not having heart surgery. What the fuck? <laughs> this is the energy of, are you pregnant? <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Is it a boy or a girl? Excuse me? It's a burrito. <laughs> if, listen, a, a, a non sequitur on that non sequitur mm -hmm. is 
until you explicitly tell me you're pregnant or until I see an actual baby in your arms, I'm not asking. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, no. Not yeah. at all. But anywho, uh, anywho. You, you were talking about picking. That was where I, I got that from. Yes, I picked to yeah. the point where I now have permanent scarring. I, I have it in some places. And like you, I still occasionally get body acne, like down the center of my chest, like between the boobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's that nice boob sweat. Oh, boob sweat. The funnel of love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. I'm like, whether you are more endowed in the chesticles or not, I swear it's a common struggle for everybody out there. It's so bad. It's so but yes, bad. Continue. But... <laughs> Where was I going with this? Body acne. Body acne, yeah. So from picking that, because that's really tempting, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I see someone with a big old blackhead, you know, like one of those thick, deep dots, and you're just like, I want to get that for someone. Yeah. Yep. My gift to you. But (sighs) so this port tightening stuff, it does literally kind of form this film, and it doesn't go on white or chalky or anything, as I know some of these products do. It's really nice, and it kind of tightens up the area. Mm-hmm. And then I, once I let that dry, slap on that moisturizer, some sunscreen, I'm good to go for the day. But at night, because I found that just using a regular cleanser and scrubby isn't enough, there's still a lot of sunscreen left behind. That's why I have to do the double cleanse. Oh. Yeah, and then again, toner... And then moisturizer, like usually a richer moisturizer, a heavier one for like super dry skin, because I find Mm -hmm. that, again, post face wash and double cleansing, my skin tends to be a little tight. So, (laughs) you know. Yeah, I, depending, you know, on the old products that I used to use that would just, you know, take all of the moisture out of my skin because I thought Mm -hmm. that's what meant it would get better. Right. No, it makes it worse. Some of the things are just like very counterintuitive. Like, let's say using oils for oily skin, which I don't know about you, but when I was growing up and starting the skincare stuff was a big no-no. Yeah, absolutely. As a greasy person, imagine putting more oils on your face. I Did you ever have those little like blotter pads to get the oil off of your Mm -hmm. face? I I would go through, like, a pack a month when it was summertime. Uh-huh. It was awful. I just, I remember finding them, and I thought they were a gift from the gods, and just, like, <laughs> putting one on my forehead, and it just immediately stuck and went from light blue to dark. And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like you peel it off, and then you put on another one. You know it's bad when you have to use at least two before it starts coming off clean. Here's the thing, though, as I read and understand, if you're overusing the blotting pads, that also dries out the skin. Oh, I'm sure. I'm 100% sure. I don't, I have, I think, it's hard to find them now, but I think I have a pack somewhere just on the days where it's obnoxious, right? There are still Mm -hmm. bad days, and I'll still blot, like, just in the mornings to be like, Jesus Christ, can you get your shit together, please? (laughs) (laughs) but no as a teen i had those packs in my purse and i would use them throughout the day you should name your skin on your face something so when it's having a bad day you could be like jesus chantel get it together (laughs) chantel 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I've yet to name my anxiety, and I think that one ruins my day more than my skin, so. Oh, I, I think if you maybe named your anxiety, you know how they say that there's sometimes something empowering to a name? Right. It, it could also make it, like, a little bit funny, which right. would maybe help combat that anxiety, alleviate it a little bit. Oh, yeah. I've read that when you name your mental illness, you can sit down and talk to it, basically, and be like, listen, we're not doing this right now. You're not acting up right now. I can't deal with you. You're going to go sit in the corner and think about what you're trying to do to me. (laughs) Yeah, like, my anxiety is named Ezekiel. My depression is named (laughs) Carol. (laughs) But no, okay, let me... All right, so, so... Let me ask you this, as we've gotten older and we've learned more about skincare products, what has been your most recent hallelujah moment or product? Ooh, the double cleanse. So that's Mm -hmm. something I started within the last, was it this year? Yeah, like beginning of this year or maybe end of the tail end of last year. And that was a big game changer. I think finding the right toner Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, the ones that you kind of drip drip a little bit into your hands versus the one that you take on the cotton ball. Mm-hmm. I found found those a little bit more drying, not to say that they're bad because I still use them interchangeably. Like I have this glycolic acid toner that I sometimes use at night. Yeah. It also helps with the acne, but also just sunscreen. Not only, you know, uh, do I know that I'm protecting my skin, the one that I have gives a little bit of a mattifying effect, so it keeps me uh, less shiny for longer. Nice. Yeah, how about you? I would say the retinol definitely was a really mm. big game changer. And switching over to actual natural black soaps. Mm-hmm. Like both of those, I have not had skin this clear in ever i don't think i've ever had skin that and it's not even clear most days i mean i still do have breakouts and i still pick at them because that's just i can't stop you know yeah yeah and it's still though just leaps and bounds better than what it used to be Mm -hmm. and it's definitely it's an empowering thing i think to finally get that system or what do I want to say? Yeah, not solution, system. but yeah, just to get your your routine actually nailed down and be like, this is what works for me. Because mm-hmm. again, it, your face is one of your first impressions, and mm-hmm. if you feel good, then other people notice that you feel good. It like helps your confidence and everything. So, right, I really do suggest looking up what your skin type would be and then the best products for it. And don't just use like consumer reports or whatever, like actually look into the different options that are available because like you said, oil for oil, that doesn't, you wouldn't think makes sense, but it it does. Mm -hmm. Before we hopped on, I know you mentioned one other product from the Neutrogena grapefruit line. (laughs) And it has come up recently in the news for a not-so-great reason. Do you care to share what that is and what happens? Sure. So Neutrogena Pink Scrub 
has now been found that the little beads that are supposed to clear your pores... And plastic beads, I might add. ...get stuck into your pores. So it's not just a, you know, you can just pick them out or whatever. No, they dig in and they stay. Like, you need to get them professionally removed. And at this point, I mean, I used to use that, or I used it very briefly... And I've yet to go to an esthetician. And I'm just like, I would be, I'm so scared almost to go to an esthetician now because they're going to start pulling out my sins from 2008, <laughs> basically. Just what did you do? What you is know, this, this like an archaeological <laughs> dig? I mean, come on. And then it's not going to like carbon date your skin or something. <laughs> what did you do? Bitch, it was a really low point in my life. Can we not talk about this? <laughs> if it makes you feel any better... I have gone to an esthetician on and off over the last 15 years. Yeah. And also having a brief stint using the pink grapefruit scrub and no microbeads extracted yet. Oh. <laughs> so I'm sure God. it's not for everybody. Maybe my pores were still much smaller then. <laughs> Could have been a saving grace. I don't know, but or, fear not, my child. <laughs> or their pores are so big that they just fall out. Right, it said, yeah, there's no camping zone. (laughs) (laughs) No solicitors. Right, right, what's that, uh, no vacancies? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another, another sin that I will horrifically say still participated in till very recently, but this last time I did it, I vowed never to do it again, pore strips. Mm. So the little pore strips that you put over your nose and then you tear them off to take all the blackheads out, they do not work. Like, sure, you get some out, but it the amount of damage that you're doing to the skin on your nose as you're doing that outweighs mm-hmm. any kind of pro for blackhead removal. Oh, my gosh. So I- yeah, the... The last time I did it, I ended up basically tearing in the corners of my nose, and it it hurt for a few days. I so I think I'm probably just going to have to throw them away. Waxing your skin, pretty much. Yeah, just the skin, no hairs, no blackheads, no nothing. Just my skin, <laughs> just in the just... corners, gone. Yeah, flaying myself alive <laughs> in the corners <clears throat> of my nose. Oh my gosh, I saw this. So I'm not on TikTok, but I saw other people who are on TikTok talking about what they saw on TikTok, if that makes sense. So they have other accounts like YouTube, whatever. And I guess there was this trend of using this chemical peel that I've also used in the past. It's red. It's from The Ordinary. It's fantastic. Highly recommended. Okay. It's so nice. Honestly, chemical peels, also a game changer. But instead of a scrub, like a hard abrasive scrub on the skin. Right. But... People were putting that on, which already burns, and you can only keep it on for, I don't know, like 10 minutes because it is, you know, quite intense. Yeah. And then they were going in and microneedling their skin. Okay. Explain to me microneedling because the image I got just terrified me. It probably is what you thought it was. It's these little rollers and estheticians and so forth. There's different lengths of these needles, right? Okay. And different uh, thicknesses, the width of this these rollers. So they're going over the skin 
And I've heard it used to promote collagen growth and encourage that other times to get rid of some of the scarring that may have occurred during, you know, acne breakouts. Okay. So you're already using a chemical peel, which is intense to the skin, and then going over it multiple times with needles. What was the point? Was it just to see how much pain you could handle? I think they were trying to keep acne at bay or get rid of it or something. And mind you, a lot of these kids that I saw the clips of, they already had good skin. Like, you little goons. What are you doing? I feel like the key word, though, is kids. I I mean... these kids that are (laughs) thinking that this is what... Again, I mean, we did the same shit of using St. Ives scrub and then putting fucking astringent on our faces. Yeah, I, I suppose I, I can say. I have a feeling it's very similar. <laughs> yeah, it's new generation, same same energy of same skin energy. stupidity. These yeah. these are the same quote unquote kids. They'd be like, "You're so cringe," and and that and what you're doing, which is the exact same shit that we did. Ah. Uh. I wonder, I wonder if, like, in ancient times, they just took rocks and scrubbed them on their face. Like, it gets the skin off. Like, <laughs> like pumice stone. Yeah, but on their face. Probably. I mean, gosh, the standards of beauty back in the day when everyone was getting syphilis and then put a powder <laughs> on your face, which contained arsenic to only make stuff worse. <laughs> you know, or lead or whatever. Some oh pretty bad stuff. Oh, some of the stuff that was in old makeup it, and old clothing, that's the stuff that kills me. And it killed them. Oh. That's why people didn't live very long. But especially <laughs> the green dresses, didn't they use absinthe? Or not absinthe. Um, Ar- Arsenic? Arsenic. That's what it was. Ars- absinthe is the drink. Oh, arsenic. Well, probably too much of that. That's not healthy. <laughs> Yeah, and then they I, would get poisoned. People or the people that had hats professionally made, and because they were using mercury, uh huh, and it just Mad made you go disease. exactly. Oh God, do it for the craft. <laughs> <laughs> worth it for this top hat to go nuts. Oh my God, yeah, but yeah. I, I. Don't think I've done a chemical peel, but I do tamper with face masks on occasion. Do you like the liquidy stuff or the sheet mask stuff or both? So I personally have liked, well, so I don't know, because when I was younger, I just did liquid. Like you Uh you put it on your hands. I'm sure some people hear this and go, oh my God, don't put it on your hands. Don't put your hands on your face. Listen, I didn't know. (laughs) And to this day, I still use my hands, but that's something else. So you just put it in your hand, you smear it (laughs) on your face, you let it sit for 15 minutes, you wash it off and use your your wash rag, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I was gifted in grad school. One of of my cohort was from Korea, and Mm -hmm. she gave me a couple of sheet masks from Korea. And... Bitch, they were the best sheet masks. (laughs) Blessed from the motherland. I was like, girl. And I have not talked to her since we graduated, but I'm so tempted some days to be like, hey, how's it going? Because we follow each other on Instagram. Can you hook me up? Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know what to trust anymore over here. Uh-huh. Just to help a sister out. <laughs> help a sister skin out. <laughs> <laughs> but what what do you prefer? Do you prefer and see also when it comes to like the liquid stuff, you've got peel off masks, clay masks, and like lotion masks. Oh my gosh. And have I told you I tried the trifecta of those liquid masks that you just mentioned in my younger years? Oh yeah. Through my early twenties. Mm-hmm. So in our grad school days, God, I was dabbling in uh peel off masks, wash off clay masks, scrubs, mm. you know, with charcoal and shit. Remember when charcoal was having a moment? Oh yeah. I mean charcoal's still having a moment, but now it's not face, it's mouth. Like I have a charcoal mouthwash that helps kill off bacteria. Oh, there you go. I heard the charcoal toothpaste scrapes off some of the enamel. I don't use toothpaste. I just use mouthwash. Okay, cool beans. Protect those <laughs> biters, you know. Um, but yeah, recently I've gotten into the sheet masks as of last year. Yeah. And t- to follow in your example, bitch, they are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, they're so nice. And when they got like a cute design on it, I'm like, hell yeah. I'm a tiger now or a seal. Some of those quote unquote cute designs, though, are utterly terrifying when you put them on. I haven't encountered them. Sometimes I think the regular plain mask is terrifying because I have a small forehead. It's not a forehead. It's a two head. I can only fit two fingers on it. Oh, I have a full forehead. So, right. So (laughs) the mask goes up to here for me. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got an excess of mask, so I have to, like, tuck it in, be like, must not waste the mask. See, that's what happens to my chin. I feel like I've got a fairly small chin to lip ratio, so when I put it on, it, like, tucks down my neck a little. I'm like, oh, okay. You know what? The key is to take some scissors and make incisions along those points to make them easier to fold to your face. I know, but, like... If I'm doing a mask, I'm tired. And I'm just, I'm not going to sit here and try and perfect. If it's on my face, then I'm winning. Ah, <laughs> uh, touche, I suppose. <laughs> but so do you have like a certain sheet mask that you go to? Like, this is my pride and joy. I'm so glad I found this. So I really like the brand Cream Shop. Particularly their masks that have, I think it's called Psyca or Tea Tree because it's a good kind of antiseptic, keeps the bacteria out your face, calms and soothes the skin. Mm -hmm. So I really like those or anything with hyaluronic acid to get the moisture in there. And, Mm -hmm. And they have those delightful little animal faces on them, which are so darn cute. So that's what I use. For your sheet masks, aside from the ones gifted to you from Korea, if you remember the brand and maybe any that you buy for yourself nowadays. I have not bought a sheet mask or any mask, honestly, in a very long time. The -hmm. only kind of mask I've bought was a hydrocolic acid, I think, mask. Uh It was in a little jar. So you take it out of the jar and just like you leave it on. And it's like it, it takes the place of your moisturizer that night. Okay. And it helps with getting moisture. So it's hydro, whatever. And that just means Mm -hmm. it brings in more water and more moisture. And when I lived out in the mountains the last time, 
I was like, I am dry and peely and awful feeling. I need help. And dry so and crusty. I And then when we moved to our last place, it, it was allergies. So I was just like, I need to protect my skin. And so I uh-huh. used that. But I have not bought masks otherwise. And I could not tell you what the masks were that my friend gave me because they were in Korean. And I... You know what? Too bad that Google Translate thing wasn't around where now I think you can just hold it over whatever it is that you're trying to decipher and it auto-translates for you. Oh, yeah. Just take a picture and then it's like, here's all the words. Like, God damn it, where was this? Right. Oh, my gosh. Born in the wrong era. I swear, like, for us, it was a really rough road. (laughs) It was. To skin health. It builds character. No, it gave me acne scars, damn it. Yeah, oh my gosh, so much so much trauma. <laughs> but then tell me this. What are some things that maybe you're a sucker for? Like is it cute packaging, uh collaborations with different companies? Is there any additional stuff that you add to your skincare routine, let's say neck down? Oh yeah. I am an absolute sucker for bath bombs. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh god. They I I am a very tactile and like person. And not only that, but I'm also a very smell-oriented person. Mhm. I got a strong sniffer here. And so <laughs> if I really love the smell of something, it's coming home with me. That is the one thing <laughs> I can't <laughs> In my brain, I can't say we don't need this because my nose and my brain are very directly connected on, no, we do. (laughs) Those olfactory senses. (laughs) And there was one, I think it was just a Target in the $5 bin kind of thing. And it was orange. And I can't remember what the smell was, but it was like orange cream or something best smelling bath bomb i think i've ever had i was like what why is this cheap ass bath bomb smelling so fucking good why do you gotta debate this stuff if it smells good (laughs) and it's in the in the promised land of target just stock up dude (laughs) i know but it's that and then i really love body scrubs Mm -hmm. and i use the gentle scrubs i can't remember oh what's the brand Tree something. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. It has the like little tree on the thing. Origins. So I don't know. You get it at Target. At least that's where I was getting it, and it's in a little square kind of container. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. So they have a vitamin C scrub that I have not found again because they sell out so quick. And for good fucking reason. That shit smells amazing and it just makes your skin glow. And for good reasons, not because you like scraped off three layers, right? <laughs> yeah, looking kind of red. <laughs> it's not a, oh, I, I don't have any skin anymore, so I'm shining because I'm bleeding. It's, oh, I have rejuvenated myself. It's, oh, <laughs> if I can find it again, I'll buy it. But man, that's, that's my shit. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. What about you from the neck down, my dear? Okay. I mentioned this in a previous episode. You know I'm so gung-ho for Epsom salts. Yes. And becoming a human soup. It's delightful to me now for 
the longest time since I was seven and older up till yeah. 28. I was like, baths, no thank you. Soaking <laughs> in your own filth. And then got into it with these Dr. Teal's Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> so nice. It You know, it has the smell and it feels nice when there's still the undissolved chunks of the salt, so you could kind of give yourself a scrub while you're at it. Oh, it is nice. You pop in a podcast, pop it in like it's a tape. God, <laughs> I think because we're going back in time, I'm just like, yeah, sure. It's a Walkman. I'm, I'm gonna listen to my shows while I <laughs> right. take a nice hot bath. <laughs> yeah, I DVR my shows. <laughs> oh God, um, onto a VHS. Yeah, yeah. I printed this page off the internet. <laughs> print off my favorite pages but so that is something i really enjoy um the cream shop also had this limited collaboration with hello kitty and i believe they're called sanrijos for sanrio no (laughs) yeah and i i would probably belong to the camp of (laughs) sanrijos i love that yeah yeah so they had little products there and including some face masks and a body scrub and you best believe i bought them and i love oh, absolutely them, and it was a good time <laughs> but yeah aside from the epsom salt that's kind of like a limited edition but for fun kind of thing that i will always go for if there's hello kitty on it i will go for it <laughs> i'm a grown-ass woman who loves hello kitty <laughs> and i'm not ashamed no note that down for your birthday <laughs> right yeah she's on my water bottle <laughs> so cute <laughs> They have all the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> it's so cool. I wanted Sailor oh Mars, God. but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and what else do I like? Uh, Dove. I'm a simple person. Love their mm-hmm. soaps. They smell nice, but not overpowering. Make the skin feel good, not dry. Got okay. nice lotion, nice shampoo. Shampoop. 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 <laughs> So that's what I'm about, son. Okay. Well, I feel like that's a good wrap-up, where we go from face to body, kind of our our favorites. If you'd like, we can always continue this into our next episode. Sure. It's fun having skin. <laughs> and how you take care of it, you know, you're living with this. It keeps your skeleton under wraps to keep it from emerging and running rampant in the wild hey your skin is your body's largest organ so cool so cool but before we get creepy again let's end it there thank you everyone for listening if you have enjoyed it thus far leave a like a rating subscribe bookmark shout us out into the universe and send us to your friends tell them that we are awesome and worth listening to we greatly appreciate all that you do for us And until next week, stay alive, friends. Take care, everyone.